Welcome to Wellspring, a spoken word podcast to pour out gospel truth into the hearts and minds of Christians and empower them to live it out. The theme of season one is contrary. We'll be looking at how the gospel compels us to live contrary to popular opinion, no matter the earthly consequences, no matter the discomfort, no matter the cultural pushback, because Jesus is worth it. Today's word is about words and the power they have over so many things. In a culture where actions are often more highly valued and we may be jaded to the meaning and weight our words hold, it's essential to be reminded of what our words are worth and how we are called to use them. This is Wellspring. And God said, let there be, and there was. All we see in creation, the majesty of the mountains, the depths of the sea, all we feel in creation, the warmth of the sun or a crisp autumn breeze, was spoken into existence. Every creature, large and small, humanity itself exists because words were uttered by the ruler of it all. He spoke. He didn't wave his arms or blink his eyes or think a thought or theorize. He spoke and nothing became something. Vast emptiness became beauty. Void became substance. He used words because words hold power. Words express creativity. Words make things happen that wouldn't happen otherwise. And if we are created in his image, wouldn't it make sense that our words might hold more weight than we realize? You hear things like, actions speak louder than words, and well done is better than well said. Pay less attention to what men say, just watch what they do. And these catchphrases resonate with us. We think to ourselves, yeah, that's totally true. Words are just empty shells. They don't matter unless you follow through. But have you ever wondered why? The method of bringing our world into existence is valued so lowly in our eyes. Have you ever wondered if the fall of man and sin entering the world took this powerful tool we have and made it despised? We don't care what we say, just how we live our lives. Not that what we do doesn't matter, of course, but I have to believe that the God who spoke the world into existence designed our words to have more meaning. There's a reason He calls his own son the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Just as God used his own words to speak creation into being, God used his own son to speak salvation into being. The redemptive storyline set in motion at the beginning of time, God's plan that the entire Bible points toward, yearns for, defines, is Jesus, the word, the gospel humanized, the good news as flesh and blood, the message God sent to us spoken and lived through the life of his son. There is a reason we are called to speak the words of this good news, not just live our lives the right way and hope the message gets through. For how will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? We have to proclaim it. The words have to come out of our mouths. We have to say, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He lived without sin, then chose to die to take our place as a sacrifice for his glory and our good, the eternal prize forever spent with Jesus by our side. 
There's a reason that once this message is preached, we have to speak words for it to be received. We have to confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts. It's not one or the other. Both are necessary. For salvation is not just a feeling or a decision. Salvation is accepting a gift of which we are unworthy. Salvation is saying, God, nothing I have done or could ever do would earn me the right to be near you. But with Christ, I die. And with Christ, I rise. And with Christ, I stand before you, covered by his blood, covered by his love. Your wrath on him passes over me. I could not endure it. So he took it on and I live a new life in awe of your mercy. There is a reason this prayer and every other is spoken to God out loud. For we are to ask and it will be given to us. We do not have because we do not ask. And of course, God knows what's in our minds. We cannot escape him even if we try. The very depths of our being are his to explore. We think we can hide. He will find it. No, he tells us to pray, to speak what's in our brain, to ask for help, to adore him unrestrained, because by willingly sharing what he already knows, we show that we love him. We show that we need him. We show that we're thankful for all that he's done. We use our words to build a beautiful relationship with the Holy One. So our world might say, words don't mean a thing, but I reject that lie. Words create, words empower, words confess, words bring life. So it doesn't surprise me that the fall of man, combined with Satan making it a part of his plan, have emptied words of their purpose, made them futile and bland. I reject the lie that my words hold no weight. With Jesus inside of me, the word himself, I can speak life. I can preach truth. I can pray miracles. I can be made new. The world needs us to open our mouths and proclaim the hope that we have found. God commands us to open our mouths and make the greatness of his name abound. I will not be silenced by the notion that the way I live is the most important. In our black and white world, it's hard to embrace that we can do both. We must do both. We must live and speak, not let one go dormant. As a spoken word artist, this subject is near and dear to me. I couldn't help but write about words and defend their God-given purpose. Words are meant to bring life, share truth, and commune with God. And just as the brokenness and sin in this world distorts all good things, words are no exception. However, the potential for distortion or the chance that words might be twisted or misunderstood is no excuse to remain silent in areas God has called us to speak. We are not to live in fear of what sin might do or how it might corrupt, but rather the freedom of what Jesus has done to sin and corruption, crushing them and making them powerless in his kingdom. So when God urges you to confess, use your words humbly. When God urges you to preach, use your words boldly. When God urges you to pray, use your words reverently. Speak light into darkness. Speak life to the dying. Speak truth over the lies. Speak the gospel over yourself and over anyone around you with ears to hear. Today's episode was created and produced by Allison Womack. For more resources on how to live out your faith, please visit wellspringcreative.org. For a list of references and scriptures used in today's episode, see the show notes. Until next time, go in the good of the gospel.